Welcome to our worship today for the first Sunday after Christmas. Our preacher today is Jessica Hebe. And our readings are read by Jacina Van Setten and Rosemary Patullo. Our carols are sung by the choristers of St Martin in the Fields. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. During this season of Christmas tide, we're reminded that Christ is the light of the world, 
the light that shines in the darkness, and no darkness could overcome it. And so we have confidence to bring to God the darkness in ourselves, the things which we regret or feel ashamed of, knowing that God always loves and will forgive us. The Bible says the Son of Righteousness has dawned with healing in his wings. And so let us come to the light of Christ, confessing our sins in penitence and faith, saying together, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who wonderfully created us in your own image, and yet more wonderfully restored us through your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that his, as he came to share in our humanity, so we may share the life of his divinity, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until her vindication shines out like the dawn, and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication, and all the kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Our psalm today is Psalm 148. Alleluia! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the height. Praise him, all you angels of his. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, heaven of heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He made them stand fast for ever and ever. He gave them a law which shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and fog, tempestuous wind doing his will, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild beasts and all cattle, creeping things and winged birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the world, young men and maidens, old and young together, let them praise the name of the Lord, 
for his name only is exalted. His splendour is over earth and heaven. He has raised up strength for his people and praise for all his loyal servants. The children of Israel, a people who are near him. Alleluia. The reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. One of the things I look forward to most of all at Christmas time are the flower bulbs that are on sale. I adore the thrill of bringing a bulb home and watching it grow at this time of year. If I'm particularly disciplined with myself, I'll actually put the bulb outside in the cold so as to slow the growth process, though I ensure that it's by a window so that I can keep an eye on it. But sometimes I just can't be that disciplined and I keep the bulb on the table inside so that each mealtime I can see the new growth as it happens. There is something very exciting for me about the way the emerging shoots exceed my expectations in the height to which they grow and the glorious flowers that flourish. Often they seem to have a mind of their own. There seems to be a hidden force encouraging them to grow and flower beyond what I had expected or thought they might do. But of course there is a hidden force at work in their growth. There is nothing that I can actually do to make them grow. I can't get inside that bulb to switch its growth mechanism on. I can provide the right conditions and environment for the bulbs to grow and hopefully flourish, but I'm powerless in the actual growing process that takes place. I can't make it be what I want it to be. Only the creator of such flowers can be the one who switches on the growing component of what is sown in the soil. The psalmist in today's psalm gives this as one of the reasons for praising this creator. It says that he commanded, and the heavens, the sun, moon and stars, the world around us and all the animals were created. All things, all beings, whoever they are and whatever they look like, and however great they seem or however small they feel, everything, everywhere is to praise God. God deserves our praise because he is our creator. We see the shepherds doing just that in the reading from Luke's Gospel. They'd had the most extraordinary experience. They'd had a glorious, shining angel standing before them, and then a multitude of heavenly hosts, and had been told all about this special baby that was going to be born. So they don't delay, but go in haste to see if what they'd been told was actually true, and they do find Mary and Joseph, just as they'd been told, and the baby, lying in a manger. It's not quite where one would expect to find a baby. I can't imagine that the shepherds, who knew all about animal feeding troughs after all, would ever have imagined it as being a place to put a baby, especially a newborn baby. 
I wonder if they thought they'd misheard that bit. Yet they tell everyone that actually this is what the angels had said, that they'd find a baby lying in a manger. People are amazed at what they hear, and the shepherds return home, glorifying and praising God. It's a good illustration of the verses in the Isaiah passage, when it says there that just as we see shoots coming up in the garden, God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up in ways that everyone will see, just like green shoots coming up out of the bare earth. Here are these shepherds, poor and probably rather looked down on, yet choosing to listen to what the angels said and go see for themselves what is truly happening in Bethlehem and discovering God. God in human skin, lying in a manger, as a baby, their saviour. And as they bubble over in praise, maybe they hadn't understood everything that the angel had told them. But I suspect that in time, God would help them make sense of what they'd been told and then seen about this baby being such good news for all people, because he was their Messiah and their saviour too. And this is what God had said he would do as part of his remembered promise and covenant and that there would be great joy in this salvation. Isaiah draws us to think of the way that a bride and groom wear new and beautiful garments. Think of a wedding, the new outfits, the flowers everywhere, the glittering jewellery, the smart men in their suits and of course the bride's fabulous dress. Salvation, says Isaiah, will be like the joy of new and beautiful wedding garments that will cause us to rejoice in the Lord. And amazingly, those who are saved will not just wear, but will actually be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord. It's interesting that whilst the shepherds talked about what they'd seen and heard, amazing everyone listening, Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. I wonder, as she treasured the words of the shepherds, what she was pondering in her heart. I guess that we all show praise in different ways, Some of us are perhaps more exuberant like the shepherds, our hearts pouring out in words what has been seen and heard and letting everyone know about it. But for others, praise is something that settles in our hearts, something that we dwell on in our thoughts as we mull over what is making our heart sing. I wonder what Mary thought about when she considered the ways she was already seeing God at work in her life. As we reflect on what we hear at Christmas, about the birth of this very special baby, this Jesus who has come to be our saviour, the Messiah in a human body. I wonder where our thoughts go and what we treasure in our hearts from this story. The shepherds heard and saw God working in the magnificence of angels, but Mary experienced something perhaps more earthed in the everyday. When I look at my flower bulbs that grow up and as I watch them mysteriously becoming far more beautiful than I'd imagined they could be, I'm struck by the seemingly silent and gentle ways that God sometimes works. I wonder if Mary, in treasuring all the ways God was at work, was providing just the right environment for God to bring forth his transforming work as she took what she was learning about God and let it settle in her heart. She may not have chatted away to everyone around her just what extraordinary things were happening, but nevertheless, in the way that she cared for this son 
following God's ways and raising Jesus in the Jewish tradition, she shows how she treasured God's word as she pondered it in her heart and lived it out. I wonder what we treasure from the Christmas story this year as we ponder it in our heart and what green shoots might emerge that cause us to praise God and how we will live that out to those around us. Amen. Let us pray. Loving Lord, you have promised in Christ that you come to us where we are. Your Son was born and lived among us, the Word made flesh, healing the sick, binding up the broken-hearted, dying and rising to draw us close to you. Bless us as we celebrate Christ's birth once again, wherever we are. We may be scattered, separated from those we love, anxious about the future, grieving for the past, but you are with us. As you came to us then, in the mess of a stable, and the mess of a world where oppression and injustice were rife, come to us now, in the mess of our modern lives, and be the word that speaks hope once again to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we pray for your world, giving thanks for its beauty and rich variety. Help us to treasure it and all the creatures who call it home as your gift. We pray for those who suffer poverty, hunger and warfare, for those who, like the Holy Family, are homeless refugees. Help us to make this world a safe home for all, to welcome one another as you have welcomed us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we pray for this community, giving thanks for all who work to draw it together, to shine with the light of Christ in this place. Bless our families, friends and neighbours and show us how to love one another as you have loved us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, we pray for all who are sick in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those in hospital or sick at home and those who care for them. And for all who are working through this season for the good of others. We pray for those who are lonely or anxious, that they'll be surrounded by your peace. And we lift before you any who are on our hearts today. Comfort those who suffer, strengthen those who care. Remind us all that yours is a light which no darkness can put out. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, at Christmas we celebrate the moment when heaven touched earth and earth touched heaven in the birth of Christ, bringing in a new kingdom of love and hope. We give you thanks that earth and heaven joined in the song of the angels in celebration of the Saviour's birth and pray for those who have gone before us into the fullness of your presence, asking that we might rejoice with them in glory both now and in eternity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. During this season of Christmastide, we remember that Jesus is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. His name reminds us that even though we may be separated from one another, we are united in God, who holds us all in his hands. The Bible says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us pray. God, our Father, your word has come among us in the Holy Child of Bethlehem. May the light of faith illumine our hearts and shine in our words and deeds. Through him who is Christ the Lord. Amen. And now Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with peace and goodwill, and make you to share in the divine nature. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.